This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. It's the final round of Carmedia 2019, and we listen to Yo Kids. And we have to talk about it for the last time this year on Good Christian Fun. It is nice to not feel dumb. <laughs> you disgusting little pig. Robbie Giant. Damn it. <laughs> Are you familiar with like Calvinism as a concept? <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. Him laughing. He even thought that was funny. <laughs> Damn it. I'm popping pussy every day. <laughs> what would Carmen say to that? <laughs> Why do I ever talk? Well, that's a question we answer each week on this show. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have good Christian fun. It's on Good Christian Fun. <laughs> Every day, I, I can't ca- remember. I couldn't I would tell say you the that. context of that at but all. You, but you pulled it. Are you? Do you have this little folder? You're like putting them in now. Oh yeah, I filed these. I, that was like months and months and months oh ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that. Yeah, that was like maybe from last year or something. <laughs> That's very Psychotic. good. But yeah, just tuck it away. <laughs> I'd be more embarrassed with the Calvinism one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's and the right I call. Am. <laughs> uh, Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Calvinism and our dicks. It's a and concept. Pe- <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we talk about Christian pop culture, music, media, entertainment from, for, and by Christians. But we're not here to make fun of you or to make you go to church with us, even though our church is really cool, maybe, Super if you would just come one time. I don't know. Uh, but we're just here to have fun with it. And it's Carmania 2019. We've done four episodes in a row for some god-awful reason about Carmen. A man named Carmen. Uh, who, uh, a person that when I was reading an old issue of CCM Magazine, a magazine that used to exist in print form, they called him Christian's most famous Italian. <laughs> Christianity's most famous Italian. I mean, I'd argue the Pope is probably uh, maybe Christian Italian? music's most famous Italian is what mm, they say. I know yeah, they weren't that. they weren't generous with that. They just forget about Catholicism all the time. But we've talked about the standard. We've talked about freaking what was the one last week? Oh, Mission Three Sixteen. We've watched clips of him on Fire by Night. We've tried to figure out what was the worst Carmen song of all time. A hunt that is infinite. <laughs> and now we're listening to Yo Kids. I think we saved the best for last. Honestly, we might have. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel at the end of Carmania right now? What's um, your soul like? I feel oily. I feel... Greasy. Uh, greasy. I feel like uh, like I'm being yanked back into time um, <clears throat> against my will. Ooh. And <laughs> I feel... Uh, but I feel better informed. About? And angry. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's, that is the uh, twin evils of knowledge is it brings anger yeah, as well. Yeah, my voice it. is just like going down every <clears throat> episode. Well, we need a little help 
to talk about Yo Kids thoroughly. So let's introduce a special guest that can help us. Friends, he is a writer and a comedian. You may know him from What Just Happened or Great News or his podcast, The Wokest or Culture Kings. Friends, folks, give it the hell up for Edgar, Edgar Mom Oh, man. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very, very excited to be here. Thanks for coming, so sir. Welcome. I know I have a very low energy demeanor, but I am happy to be here. <laughs> right. You have like... I see it in your eyes. What People often talk about resting bitch face. You have something called resting no new friends voice. Yes, it's true. It is true. Uh, it has gotten me uh, in trouble with the job interviews and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. But you know, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I bet you'd have a hard time like working at a in and out or something like that oh, where yeah. they demand a lot of cheeriness. Yeah, I used to be a volunteer at a hospital. Oh, and, wow. uh, yeah, they did not like my demeanor because I'd be like, hello, what can I help you with today? <laughs> I'm sorry you're about to die. Yeah, like, my grandfather's like, here. Guy. He's dying. I'm like, but okay. But truly, you care very deep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's probably the Fourth problem. Fourth floor. What do you want? It's on the sign. <laughs> that's just not my problem. Right okay, there. yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, I have, friend, I have friends who go through that where it's like they're a victim of their own voice or yeah. persona where they just yeah. feel like, well, I can't even try to... I mean, I feel like maybe you and I often get something where it's like, I can't tell whether you're joking or not. Mm-hmm. So maybe like the opposite mm-hmm. of that, where it's like, I can't tell that you're joking yeah. Yeah. ever. But they uh, people always assume sometimes that people with personalities like ours are always joking always or joking. not, yeah. not being sincere. And it sucks when you try to give someone like a compliment <laughs> or say something kind of earnest. Yeah. Like, it's happened a few times for us where I'm like trying to like genuinely be like, yeah, that's a good idea. And it just sounds sarcastic, like no matter how I try. Oh, to me? Yeah, to you. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or... um. Like anytime I'm in a work meeting, I now like have to remind myself just like soft smile, just do a soft smile. Are you hard smiling the whole time during work? Just like, (laughs) oh, or I'm like thinking, you know, so I'm doing, I'm like frowning at someone, and so now I'm just like, yeah, because you have very. uh, Oh, well, I I was gonna say something, but I was told it's rude to say it, so I'm not gonna say it anymore. No, but you should say it because we'll give you permission. Yeah, well, I've always been told I had an expressive face, and I never thought that was rude. But then a white woman earlier this week said that that's a rude thing to say, and I said, "Oh, okay, I didn't know that." But I was gonna say you have very expressive eyebrows. Oh, I think that's a nice compliment. Well, there you go. She was wrong, and I knew she was wrong. White women are (laughs) notoriously shifty and and confused. Well, she was on my improv. Drop on the next week. (laughs) Damn it. Oh, she was. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was offensive to her, and that's yeah. okay. She but... was saying that that's why people make fun of her, and I was like, that's not why everyone makes fun of me. Uh, <laughs> no, the reason why everyone makes fun of you is because is. of yes. this. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Edgar, thanks for coming on the show. Of What's course. your relationship with uh, faith, God, religion? Born like and raised, Christian? baby. Uh, yes, Christian, uh, Seventh day Adventist. Ooh, uh, okay. Deep in the game. Uh, <laughs> Where was to... this geographically? I was born in New York City. My parents immigrated uh, to this country from Haiti. My mom was raised Catholic. My dad was raised Seventh-day Adventist. And then uh, my mom came to this country, uh, almost became a nun, uh, and then was just like, you know what, let me try out America first before I make up my mind, and then wow. stayed. And then uh, met my dad, or went to like this Adventist church when she first moved to New York City. Like They like helped her find community and helped her find work and That's stuff like great. that. And then she got super deep into it, and through that, my my uh, my mom comes from a house full of sisters, so my dad went to a different church than my mom went to, where her sister was going and would give her like uh, 
give my aunt rides back home and okay. Haitian culture, if you drop someone off at their house, you have to say hello to the family. You can't just like drop them off on the curb and dip. Off, I guess. Yeah. Oh, is that a gender thing or it's just like anyone giving anyone it's like a ride? A, I think it's also probably a gender thing okay. as well where it's like you're dropping this lady off, make sure she goes upstairs and say hello. Mm. So he would go upstairs and say hello. So my mom fell in love with her. So the Adventist church also gave my mom job. That's a husband as well. Uh, and then uh, new car. She, she got super oh, deep. Okay. In, yeah, she got a car from it as well. Okay. So she got super deep into it and then required my brothers and I to all be deep into it by mm. making us go to Adventist school our entire lives. I except for two years of my life. Yeah, there's one. Oh, two years? Except for two years of my life, oh, okay. I did not go to Adventist school. That includes wow. uh, college as well. Oh. Uh, so Seventh Adventist college. Adventist college. What's that I like? Yeah. Uh, insane uh very bad <laughs> curfews uh, dress codes <laughs> very much so curfew 11 p.m uh dr- not no dress code that's chill but uh it was a dry lifestyle campus mm-hmm. which meant that if i was drinking alcohol right now and i went back to school You'd and you guys violation. post a picture of it oh, yeah. i would be in violation of it even though i'm not on campus mm-hmm. yeah it was like as long as you're a student here you're promising to all of our religious code i would love to know if any of these institutions have evolved in the last like five to ten years with some of this like some of these because my sister went to not a seventh day adventist college but she went to oral roberts university that's a very very strict school super strict and very Mm -hmm. evangelical joel Osteen, what up get at me uh but one of the new rules they instituted in 2015 was that uh, new students had to wear Fitbits and walk a certain oh amount God. of steps. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably because of like how unhealthy the food is there and stuff like in that. In Oklahoma? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's probably like, part of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, sorry. I, I remember hearing about that. I, I can't remember if that was someone else, somewhere else though, but um, I was listening to a podcast that talked about that and like one woman got kicked out because she was like overweight or something from her Christian college and like, it was supposed to be a health initiative, but it was definitely like the president thought like my lifestyle is definitely the best. So like all of you, like no one can be overweight and be a Christian. And so it's I'm going to make them all like do this insane amount of exercise. Mm. Well, um, I feel like, you yeah. know, we're seeing the change happening, not positively, but negatively in that the numbers for these schools are dwindling. Like, uh, mm. I don't know about evangelical schools, but I do know in terms of Adventist colleges, the numbers like in the 80s, 70s packed nowadays they're run down they like you know they're not getting a lot of endowment so therefore the buildings aren't very updated like i remember when i was there there was like an alumni weekend and this dude came in old ass dude and he looked around it's like this dorm hasn't changed at all and i was like that's insane <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's insane gross. i live here uh, <laughs> what was the college you went to what was the name of it uh, pacific union college okay. it's in northern california is that like one of the bigger Adventist it is one of the more liberal ones. It's not one of the bigger yeah, ones. Okay. Uh, the biggest one is like Andrews University in Michigan, okay. where uh, very close to where Adventism was founded and Ellen G. White and all that stuff. Okay. Uh, but uh, my school is like one of the more liberal ones because it was in California. Did you choose it for that reason? I chose it because I had a film school in it. So oh, I guess, yes. Okay. Yeah. My mom was like, you have to go to Adventist college. And then I was like, what about film school? She's like, only if it's Adventist. And she said that thinking that one would not exist. <laughs> and I found one. You called the bluff. Yeah, Got I was like, I found this one. Uh, 
but it was super liberal in comparison, which is still not that it's liberal. Still not that, no, that, that's yeah, funny. like we could watch DVDs without getting in trouble. Holy mm. smokes! With the circle in the middle, that hole. What you think? You're thinking the circle in the middle of the DVD causes are. lust <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> within a young man's heart. It makes you think. What can you put in there? What else it has holes? <laughs> and then you know, draw your own conclusions. <laughs> can you describe what it was like growing up from the inside? Like, did you? At, at points like love it did you feel engaged in it oh yeah i was in i was in all the way uh growing up uh mostly because it was everything like you know we're talking mm. school we're talking like it was 24 yeah, 7 that's a good point yeah it was like yeah. all your friendships right were absolutely absolutely i also in new york was going to a haitian adventist church uh so you know like my family was very entwined in it my grandfather helped start that church oh, wow. so people were just like super involved in it it wasn't until so i was born and raised in new york when I was 14, I moved to Texas, and I think that that was, like, the first big crack in it for me because I, I wanted to be a pastor. Like, I wanted to, like, there's an Adventist television network called 3ABN, uh -huh. uh, Three Angels Broadcasting Network. Oh. And, uh, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I wanted to, like, be, be on, on it. Like, I wanted to have a show and, like, sing song. My family's very musical, so, like, I wanted to, like, sing songs and yeah. stuff like that, have a praise band and all this stuff. Uh, but then moving to Texas, I feel like my parents had less control over me because it's such a more massive yeah, area of space. Yeah, it looks like you'd fit right in. Oh, there he is. Oh. Okay, so the guy right there on the left. <laughs> yeah. This guy right there, Danny I've, Shelton. I've, I've pulled up 3AB in. Danny Shelton is in a lot of, like, trouble right now. Or not Why? trouble. So he had his wife, Lynn Shelton, and they were like, kind of, have you guys seen the Righteous Gemstones? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that. So they're like the power couple of yes. Adventism. Okay. And then Lynn Shelton just, dis or maybe her name is Linda Shelton. She just disappeared one day and no one knows what happened to her. Oh, like, like a regular Shelly Miscavige. Yes. Yeah. But she's alive. Like we found her, but like. Uh, uh, <laughs> we found her. But. <laughs> yeah, he, Linda uh, Shelton. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Danny had, I guess. Either she left or he cheated on her with someone else. And then, like, it was, like, this big thing. But then Adventist people started attacking Linda Shelton for leaving him because divorce is so not good. Yeah. But she also, I'm pretty sure she left because he did something wrong. Like, well, that tracks, like, yeah. the general trend of, like, what happens in those situations. Yeah. Right? So she probably just, like, I want to not live with you, yes. but we can't announce this publicly. Exactly. So we're just going to be So apart. they just kind of pretended as if she, like, didn't exist. Like, she just, so brutal. And then yeah. she bears the brunt of it rather yeah. than oh, him man. and his, like, indiscretion. In college, for fun, I would read this Facebook group that would, like, <laughs> slut shame her. Uh, oh, but <laughs> because I was, like, I was really high and stuff, and I was like, let me just read this. Let this is very funny to me. where you all, yeah. Yeah, and, but it was also, like, you know, now being a lot older, I'm just like, oh, that was a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was insane. No, I like mm -hmm. to navel gaze that deeply problematic of Facebook course. groups as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm in one called, no, I'll say it. They Whoa. Won't, they won't find out. Oh, they're going to come for oh, you. No. What are they going to do? It's called Reformed Pub. And okay. the idea is it's like a lot of, it's mostly men, obviously. A lot of reformed evangelical people who are like oh, okay. super hardcore Calvinists, super yeah. like literal biblical blah 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 but then like to the extremities of like political povs and like <laughs> a lot of like venn diagram overlap with jordan b peterson stands yes. and people like that yes following topic and most of it's not fun but some of it does get hilarious the memes have to be amazing in there. the memes are incredible because <laughs> yes. you don't you just think about the memes that you like exactly which are like probably morally fine and then you think about like memes from the dark side of the web that yeah. are like 
you know, whatever, whatever slur be like. And then some picture of, you know, Michael Jeez. Scott from The Office or so, you know, or yes. like unrepentant Armenians. Be like <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Linda Shelton did put out an autobiography called Adventures in Forgiveness, where she tells her side of the story. So if anyone wants to check that out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad she got, so some, bad. she got a book deal out of it. A book least. deal from who? Good <laughs> for her. Uh, it is self-published. It's a new book, but you know, you can buy it. <laughs> I'm not downloading no PDF. <laughs> she can be so heard you, and read. Uh, so do you think like you're you kind of like always want to be an entertainer and like yes. I think that's a that's yeah. a thread we hear sometimes with a lot of people who eventually went into entertainment is like growing up in the church such a one for one 100% like path you can take in the church to just become a pastor or become a speaker and you get that same kind of like vocational thrill I guess oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean uh, the church in Texas which is so ironic that like I ended up not becoming not becoming more Adventist because of that church but it was so much more like it was more it was a big church it was like mm. 1,000 people and so like they would have like a massive youth program and they'd put on these shows in the afternoon it's called Adventist Youth it happened on like 6 p.m. on Saturdays cool. and they would have my brother and I write what I now understand is sketches wow. like really like with like all what would they call like them that. <laughs> they would call them skits uh, oh, yeah. which is a derogatory term oh. for me. I don't <laughs> like when They're I illusions. go on Twitter and someone's like I like that SNL skit I go fuck you that's not what <laughs> called kids <laughs> are things at church yeah, uh, it's really but um we would write like these like very comedic like i remember doing like the little david letterman like top 10 for like religious things oh, and like great. top two reasons so much- jesus loves yeah stuff like that yeah but like now i'm just like oh that was me exercising this want of like wanting to perform and i felt like it had to be in a christian context exactly like what right. you said yeah uh and now i'm just like oh that stuff is uh propaganda and, uh, oh well before we skip to that um <laughs> you were starting to say that uh oh your parents had less control of you when you got to texas yes. so you maybe started to like spread your wings a little bit 100 percent, yeah because yeah. you know texas was like so much more of like a big area in terms of kind of like out here how like all the houses are spread out and stuff like that so like i would be miles and miles away from them where they couldn't control me and then also on top of that my cousin in like a fresh prince of bel-air like situation moved in with us uh because he was in trouble at home and his mama said you got to go live with your auntie and uncle on the border of mexico and um so and he's rich yeah (laughs) and he kept asking how come he don't want me yeah how come he don't want me that's exactly (laughs) and we all cried um but he wasn't raised adventist at all um because his mama kind of had left the church when she was younger so he like came in like you know little wayne blasting all this stuff and but my mom was like you have to go to church with us and he got really into it because there was the audio visual department which was like the people who were like in charge oh. of running audio and doing the microphones he was into doing that and like that like gave him a way to be a part of like our church community but then people found out that he wasn't adventist and he wasn't baptized and they told him he couldn't do it anymore they were that strict about it yeah that's why they're just like you weren't you're not baptized so you're not blessed so you can't do it Uh, and that was like the first like thing for me where i was just like oh this kind of sucks yeah you had this guy who didn't care at all and now he found a way to like yeah Yeah. you're telling him that he can't do it and that so was like the first the big question. So crazy. Yeah. yeah. So what was your like actual relationship with like what you thought God was during this time? Man, uh, I think before I used to think that he was like this dude that was always watching us and very, very upset. I think mostly <laughs> because so much of Adventist religion 
is kind of concentrated on the Old Testament, especially Daniel. Like, the two most popular books are probably Daniel and Revelations. So, like, I always only had a sense of, like, God in terms of judgment and the way that God was going to handle things when he came back. Mm. So I think I was very terrified of him. And now in therapy, I'm realizing that so much of my relationship with, with him was me trying to do things and making sure he was never upset with me. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's probably a lot of the reasons why I left is because I'm like, oh, this is making me very anxious and very stressed all the time. But uh, in terms of like religious practice, I didn't get to do a lot of because th- uh, Adventists celebrate the Sabbath. So Friday sundown to Saturday sundown is a holy day. So I wasn't allowed to like go out and play with my friends. I had to like leave basketball games early. Oh, uh, <laughs> I had to like uh, so I think my my overall relationship with him was this is a guy who is in charge, and if I don't do things a certain way, I'm gonna end up in hell. Yeah, like a boss at a job that you're not trying to get fired. From. Absolutely. Yeah, mm. and he doesn't like me playing basketball. Yeah, he doesn't. Friday. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I, and I, he makes me work a weird shift on Friday <laughs> and Saturday. Friday on Saturday, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. What was the ritual that you would have to do in those hours, or is it just like be home and don't do anything? Oh, uh, we would have a prayer, a prayer service, like at night. So maybe we went to church and had vespers, but if we didn't, my mom would bring us in to the living room. We would, someone would have to read a Bible verse in French, which was always very rough. Uh, I didn't know what I was saying. <laughs> uh, uh, we would sing a couple songs and then we'd pray, and then after that, like it was like. Maybe religious music afterwards, but if not, you're supposed to like nothing, truly nothing. Just stare at the wall. No reading stare at the wall. book. If it's not religious, you couldn't read it. Boy. Which is where a lot of stuff like what we're going to talk about later came into play. Mm-hmm. We were allowed to play stuff like that. I remember listening to that a lot growing <laughs> up. Oh, great. Uh, you could watch like Veggie Tales. You could watch what else? We used to watch Bible Man. Uh, we, oh, used to, Bible yeah. we used to listen to Adventures in Odyssey, dude. Every Friday night, that was like my thing. Every Friday night was listening to on the radio, Adventures? on the radio, yeah, oh, uh, in cute. New York. They they would play it. We've Hi, t- we've covered them since, and are like, this is still really really good. Oh, that's it's like so really amazing well storytelling. That's yeah. the one thing I'm still like when people because people sometimes ask like, is it all bad? I'm like. Mostly, but then there's one little diamond yeah, in the yeah. rough. Yeah. And like yeah. theologically and content wise, there's like conservative nonsense yes. and like some nasty stuff. But production wise, that's the one mm-hmm. diamond in the rough out and of you, all the stuff we do. And you wanted to go to Wits End. Like you like as a kid, like you're like, I wanna go to this place. Yeah, this place seems so like bad. I wanna be in the imagination station. It's so funny thinking uh, of like your family Friday time was like a nineteen twenties living room. You it know, was. like listening to Tuning Annie into the on the radio. radio. Yeah. <laughs> like we were doing sitting nothing, around. just like sitting in the room. Yeah, together. in the living room. And that's my great. mom would like, you know, be like, You have to turn it off soon. We'd be like, No, 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 mom, please, please. <laughs> like <laughs> I gotta write down the focus on the family. Yeah, address, address to write to yeah. Chris. Col- I want to write to Colorado Cute. Springs, Colorado. Uh, <laughs> it must be the know. best place in the world. Yeah, this is crazy because I've never gotten to talk to anyone else about this because I feel like a lot of people I know don't know well, any. Like they're like, oh, we were Christians, but they weren't as deep into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listen to a lot of uh, what's that Christian? It's like now what I call music, but for Christian wow. rock. Wow. Yeah, I listen a lot to a lot, a lot, a lot wow, of that. Hillsong United. Hillsong uh, United, yeah. Oh, so that must have. Wait, what year was this? Hail then? Hydra. Hail uh, this was like in high school. In <laughs> yeah. high school, like that's like. And then in Texas, it was cool because in New York, it was very, very strict. Uh, but in Texas, it was a little looser. So it was like this Christian rock feel. And that's when like I discovered uh, Chris Tomlin. Is that mm-hmm, his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was their. It was their version of Nickelback. Ah, oh, fuck. 
Oh, I mean, there's a few, sir. Uh, I mean, you're going to have to do it. God damn it. I want to say. Was it Creed? It wasn't Creed. They're a little later than that. They're like, it's the same gruffy kind of voice. It's like counting something. Uh, Lifehouse? Third day. I remember third day. I remember Lifehouse. I remember New Boys. Counting. Uh, Casting Crowns. Casting Crowns. Crowns. There you Mm -hmm. go. That's their fucking name. (laughs) I used to listen to Casting Crowns so much. 96.9. The Christian Rock Station. (laughs) What if his people. Mm hmm. (laughs) Oh, wow. They were good, man. They were good. Pretty good. This is so funny, too, because I feel like uh, for so many people we have on the show, often they have like more gospel genre oriented backgrounds more so than like white contemporary christian music stuff in new york so on in new york after church we would go to my aunt renee's house on saturday and we would watch like you know Dottie mcclerkland kirk Mm -hmm. franklin uh uh uh, the winans and all that stuff but once we moved from texas from new york to texas i was like the first black kid a lot of my friends had ever met so i was into their shit like you know what i mean yeah like, you had i didn't to have that stuff in new york of course i mean look bro i'll go gospel with you all day if you want that too but in texas that was kind of like what was there to scratch yeah. the itch was like 96.9 so you had to conform to like yeah that social mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of parameter oh yeah like- but i fucked with it man i mean uh how great is our god is like uh I think I think that's a bop still. The splendor of the is that right. that's a Tomlin original I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and when everyone comes back in and yeah, and then you sing both the bridge and the chorus at the same time, it fucking hits. <laughs> it's still fucking hard good. to deny. A college ministry when you're like 19 or 20 years mm-hmm. old and that song came on, it mm-hmm. was like there's it not so a better hard. feeling. This is true Nirvana oh. right now. <laughs> and then when they go to the instrumental Nirvana. break and the pastor's just like, if you feel like God has touched you today, come up forward. You went up fucking forward because that song I hit you. Freaking feel something. Yeah, you but you go. smoked weed right after that. No. <laughs> something. <laughs> anything. So when did it? start uh you talked about when you went to texas and, mm-hmm. and y- your cousin had that experience but like when did it start to kind of like come apart for you man uh probably later high school and definitely college uh later high school uh the two years that i didn't go to christian school was in high school my mom found this really good school called idea individuals dedicated to excellence and achievement mm-hmm. and so it was like one of those public schools where like they only let in a certain amount of people and you have to have a certain grade point average and whatever hey, uh, it in. hey well thanks i left later on oh. um but <laughs> Uh, I like learned about the theory of evolution, like you know, learned about politics, and it a is a theory. Way. I just want to it clarify. is one hundred percent theory. I learned it's about just it too, theory. and how it's a myth. Yeah, I mean, look, I also think creationism is a theory, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what the right answer is. I just think it's uh, probably more likely that it's evolution than it is a guy did it in seven days. Uh, no, we'll talk off mic. <laughs> <laughs> Some books, but I think like being in that school and like having to read like certain kind of literature and stuff like that really started to challenge it. In a way that was like frustrating my mom because she was like, God damn it, this is a really good school. But now this kid's like talking back to me about God and stuff like that. Oh, you would like get into it with your mom? Oh, 100%. I would start like asking questions of just like, isn't it kind of wrong that God like just killed all of those people in the Old Testament for no reason just because they were a different ethnic group? And she'd be like, well, it's complicated. It's like, and like she started getting really upset because, uh, uh, you know, and to the point where we kind of went to group therapy one time as a family because she felt like we were talking back too much. And she brought us in. And I'll never forget this. Uh, it was our first session. And she's like, look, these kids are being rude to me. And he's like, how? And we'd be like, well, we have questions about this, about this. And at the end of the session, the therapist went, this was the nicest group of kids I've ever met in my life. 
I love these kids. Some of the kids that I've seen cuss out their parents. They say awful things to their parents. They threaten to kill them. They're doing drugs. Your kids just seem like they have genuine questions. So and like we never went questions. back to therapy. <laughs> oh, oh so God. that's interesting. I'm surprised she wouldn't take you to like pastoral therapy, you know, uh, yeah. like pastoral care or something Well, I just like think like there wasn't like a market. Like that was another thing was when we were in New York, we were in such a small section of people that you could do stuff like that. But in Texas, again, it's so widespread. And like, there wasn't that, like, and Adventist- What town was this in Texas? McAllen, it's the border of Mexico. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I grew up in Houston. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And like, look, Texas is a very religious place, but it's definitely not an Adventist place. Not like Loma Linda, California. No, it wasn't real. I didn't, I don't, I hardly knew any Seventh-day Adventists growing up. And the thing about Seventh-day Adventists is that they would rather you not do anything religious than do something from another person's religion. They're very seclusionist. Like, they don't, well, they hate Catholics. That's like one thing. And then like, they're just like, we don't like mixing and matching. They think it's a bad thing to do. Mm. Like it's worse than just picking a side. Exactly, yeah. yeah. They're like, it's uh, they, they this whole like evenly yoked thing is. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh, I, yeah. I'm glad I haven't thought about being equally yoked with someone in yeah. a long <laughs> time. The only equally yoked you're trying to do is getting your left arm ratching your right arm. Yeah. Hey. Or when I try to make two, come on, (laughs) my fap arm, are you shitting me? We have company. Very unequally yoked. (laughs) Okay. I get it. I get it. I've, I've lifted up stuff with my left hand and I don't know. You're like, uh-oh. Oh, this That's is one. <laughs> Thank you, Pornhub, do you, which do is you the sponsor back, of the show. Today. Oh, do you looking back, do you feel like your your parents or your mom like really missed like the Haitian contingent that she had in New York and they like, probably felt a little lost in no, Texas uh No, not at all because they built it. Uh, they went on a mission and would like tell people from New York how great McAllen, Texas was because that's how they got into it. Oh, yeah. And they started their own Seventh-day Adventist church down there. For you now, like, is being Haitian also linked to, like, being Adventist at this point? Or have you, like, unraveled the two? I have unraveled the two only as of recently because, like, hanging out with my girlfriend who's from Florida, uh, like, it's just like, oh, have you heard of this? And have you heard of this? And I was like, no. Like, you know, like a lot of like, there's a lot of dietary restrictions that come with being Adventist. They're vegetarian, number one. Oh. Uh, and like, they also follow the kosher diet. So like pork, seafood, all this, I, I never had it. And I was just like, oh, that's like a Haitian thing that I never had it. But then I was like, oh, no, it's an Adventist thing. Because, like, oh. I started looking up, like, Haitian cuisine and realizing that seafood is a huge part of it because it's, it's on a island. fucking island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, now I'm just, like, realizing, like, oh, like, there's, like, great pork meals. And, like, there's, like, mm-hmm. also the other side of it is the voodoo part of it. Like, you know, like, that's, like, the thing that I'm kind of, like, trying to learn a lot more about. Because yeah. for my parents, it was, like... Do not go near that. Like they actually didn't even let me go to Haiti for a really long time. Because I still haven't been. But yeah, because they were just like it's a it, it's yeah. dark magic. There yeah, there was a church stuff. I used to go to where the consistent mission trip that they would always go on was to Haiti mm-hmm. because yeah. of quote unquote voodoo stuff, demonic mm-hmm. spirits, evil yes. stuff. Yes, that, I heard the same thing in my and I was in California, but yeah. and it wasn't like they were a little better at like coding it probably, yes. but it definitely was like there's a dark presence in haiti yeah do you feel like like, that's just coded xenophobia a little bit but i think it was about like the voodoo thing and i think for christians that's just like satan that's not like oh magic is real it's like no they're playing with demons or something yeah exactly and then after the earthquake and everything it was like 
also a popular mission strip for that reason, just for like aid. But on yeah. top of it, it was like, but we must bring Christ to this island because it's so overtaken by like black magic. Or and something. there are people like, you know, one of my ex fiance's uh, grandparents who would say things like the earthquake happened there because those people chose the devil and that's how they got their freedom. Uh, it's just and, like a thing to say. Exactly. But <laughs> it's, it's so like, but it's just like one of those times where like, you know, people are using Christianity to like mask. Uh, corporate interest and not willing to admit that the reason why Haiti is so fucked is because corporations have consistently went there and were like, oh, we can get labor that we can get in the States over here for 25 cents a day. So let's make sure that these people are uneducated. Let's make sure that they don't have good living situations so they can continue to do things for 25 cents a day. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like how Citibank currently is still making Haiti pay them back a billion dollar I don't even know how to explain it because it's not a loan. It's uh, basically France sued Haiti for getting their independence for a billion dollars. And Haiti's still paying that back to Citibank right Mm. now as we speak. Mm. I did not know that. Yeah. But like, you know, but they made a deal with the devil for their freaking. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. That was working out super well. So how do you feel about faith or God stuff now? Where are you at with it? I'm kind of struggling, my man. I'm kind of struggling, if I'm being honest with you guys. Uh, I go back and forth on it. I do think that there is a higher power. Uh, I think probably why I'm struggling with it is because I still have a consistent presence from my family to do it the way that they do it. Like, uh, oh, I got to read you guys a text that my mom sent me the other day. Is it a uh, we need to go back to counseling text? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's a screenshot of a devotional. Oh, man. Here, hold on. She said this is last Friday at 1033 a.m. Out of nowhere, Kanye West has decided to live for the Lord. What do you think? <laughs> uh, so, She's like, just starting a conversation. No. <laughs> what do you oh, mean? This is a pop culture fan. <laughs> what is it? Christ, is it Jesus is King? Is yeah, the, I think oh, it's Jesus is coming out one day. One day, maybe. we don't know. The I'm optimism gracious. of a mother thinking that like Kanye is going to be the one that like yeah. makes you <laughs> really consider it like at this point. And I couldn't think maybe of maybe earlier on. I don't know. Everyone can express their faith however they want to and is free to, and that's what's so great. But I can't think of anyone I want to be a Christian less than Kanye. Absolutely. Would. Absolutely. Because it's like with the Trump stuff and the the uh, the Slavery ego and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, I don't know, Mom. This isn't a very great guy. Like, if you had went chance, you might have had a better chance. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Hey. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm kind of struggling with it because I do think what what's happening to me right now is that I'm realizing oh, okay, I can see the benefits that Christianity had for my mom, right? It gave her a job, gave her a sense of family, gave her a culture, like all this stuff. But I don't think I need those things. And I think I can get them from other places. Uh, I think like the best way to describe my religious thinking is the last uh, scene in uh, the late Aziz Ansari's show, Master of None, in that episode, rest in peace. Uh, the show uh, Religion, like where like it compares like how his dad is going to the mosque and praying to him going and hanging out with his friends and going to the bar. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. It's like almost to me, UCB is more of a religious space than a church ever will be because it's my sense of my community. It's where, like where I go to like get some sort of fulfillment and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But there's a corruption at the top of the chain. Exactly. 100%. 100%. 100. There's rampant they sexism and racism. too much of you. Yeah. There's underreported abuse, uh, <laughs> oftentimes, unfortunately. But yeah. yeah, no, we've had, you know, because we've had a lot of UCB alum on mm-hmm. where people are still currently involved in it, where, of course, it was like a church for yeah. people in the sense of 
even when career stuff was going south or doing whatever, it was such a nice tether for people to return to. And when you talk to people with non-industry jobs that also experience whatever tumultuous things in their life, regular church functions the same way that improvisers describe UCB as. 100%. It's a tether, like you said. It's 100% a tether. And I think, for me, I'm trying to find a tether that isn't attached to any sense of Christianity because... I am wrestling right now with the idea that, like, sure, this thing is morphing and changing, but I can't get over its root, which is capitalism and slavery and genocide. Like, I can't get over it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's difficult for me to, like, uh, I mean, maybe on a more of a personal level, probably. Cause yeah. That's just how it is but like the idea that like this is this is also like the key to a lot of pain in my life yes. or, like a lot of things are still like are i'm still mad about maybe yeah. and so but i know there's like this innate lovely thing somewhere in there that i still kind of need and i'm just like uh figuring out yeah either where else to get that or or like where else is there a church that has the lovely thing without being burdened by all the other like patriarchy and corporate stuff and i've, like and I've heard of stuff. i've heard of a couple of dope places like you know i had this uh wonderful person jasmine harris who was like a really dope pastor who's like she was on culture kings she was like hey come through like i have like this really dope church that i'm doing at a coffee shop and it sounded really cool and hip but then i also was just like oh, it's still fucking church yeah i still, <laughs> yeah, I still get still there the i'm like they still feel the same when yeah, i'm hearing exactly like, yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, and then Adventism as a whole has just been bumming me out lately they have a massive youth problem right now a lot of young people are leaving the religion and it's because like one simple thing uh, women can't be ordained pastors it's like still a thing so people are recognizing that as like the crucible of oh this is stupid yeah (laughs) Yeah. absolutely and like they're just looking at that and also a thing that I think that Adventism didn't expect to happen uh, because the religion and I hope I'm not trying to get into it too long but um, take your time it was started because this there was like the whole Millerite movement where people thought that Jesus was coming in 1804, 1884. I'm not sure which one it was. Uh, and then he didn't show up. And so then these people went back and read the Bible. At the same time, there was this woman named Ellen G. White who started having visions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like people considered her the spirit of prophecy. And I think like one of the reasons why that message isn't hitting hard with people is because you can look at stuff that she says and pull out your phone and research it (laughs) and then just go, oh, this is completely incorrect. Uh, And I think that it hit so hard at the time it hit, which was during the second enlightenment, because everyone was really getting into religions and everyone was kind of looking for something to like explain how rapidly the world was changing, right? You mm. had the Civil War, you had the Industrial Revolution. People were just like, I just want things to make fucking sense and here's this religion. But you know, you get to 2019, 2020, when the one country that was supposed to be the good guys is very much so the bad guys and you're realizing so that. Yeah, and then everyone's looking for new answers. You're not gonna find that in a religion that is as American as it gets. All right, it was started here. It's so much based on ideals from here. So I think that like that's probably also part of it. Is yeah. people are just like this doesn't hit anymore. You know, I, I don't, I don't see why respecting something on Saturday is changing the world. Yeah, and it seemed as like a um, a weakness if a church is like adaptable. Yes. to like progress in society. You yes. know, and if they don't like keep up, that's like, oh, the- that's because it's tradition and like yeah. they're actually correct because yeah. they've stuck to it. You know, I know. Absolutely. I'm no, sorry, so, then. I, well, I, Please. <laughs> we did, man. This Both is like you when shut you're... up. I'm going to keep talking. Okay, great. <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, I think it's something we've said before on the show, but it feels like only in the realms of like 
politics or religion is yeah. absolute stubbornness upheld as a virtue rather yes. than as a vice. Yes. It's like, it's never, I've never changed my mind ever or been teachable. Isn't that great? You know, <laughs> yeah. rather than like, ooh, that feels bad on some level. Yeah. So yeah, when things aren't adaptable or honestly like exclusive, uber exclusive truth claim stuff where it's mm -hmm. like, this absolute, or even this particular flavor of a faith is the absolute right one, and everyone else is kind of confused because they don't agree with me. Yeah. That, You're going to lose people. Yeah. You're going to lose people with that kind of messaging. I also think that's one of the reasons why Catholicism is the oldest, like one of the oldest surviving religions, because it is extremely adaptable. Like, I mean, like, you know, you have like Constantine being like, hey, you guys worship uh, the sun god on December 25th. Fun fact our guy Jesus also born on December 25th. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and like people just start coming on in and I think like you're seeing that now with Pope Francis basically being like you know what priest they can fuck and everyone's like whoa you know, you know what happened he, he watched Fleabag he was like oh I feel bad <laughs> for her I feel responsible for this <laughs> but I think we're just gonna watch other religions like you know Mormonism uh, Adventism which were both started around the same time they're just gonna fade away because they refuse to adapt or they adapt like so late that yes. it's like okay you know yeah <laughs> like, yeah 100 yeah that's so like wasn't, it wasn't until like the 70s that mormons were like people of color can be christian can yes. be a mormon right yes. yeah because they were very much so like oh yeah so people of color slow. they're not in heaven <laughs> so mm -mm. The they're all white people yeah, yeah. jerry falwell's university uh uh, reverse its ban on interracial marriage in the year 2000. That was a pretty recent Jesus one. Jesus Christ. Uh, that was a little Jesus rough. fucking Christ. 2000? <laughs> mm hmm. It's a tough hang. Yeah. That's, he's been quick on his feet. He's maneuvering with the times. <laughs> he's reading the room. Teletubbies cause 9 11 style. Yep. <gasps> oh, yeah, because there was a potentially gay one. He yeah. thought one of the Teletubbies was gay, but then he also he said He was that gay. What's his name? Uh, Tillywink? Yeah. Tinky Winky. Oh, Tinky, Tinky Winky. <laughs> I think it was Tinky Winky. I've never heard someone so sober. I was it Poe. Tinky Winky. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knew that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, everyone except me. <laughs> but do you think Tinky Wink was in on flight United 93? Yes. 100%. <laughs> he was the one. <laughs> yep. There's God. this wild... Uh, this is a tangent I'll cut out, but there's this pilot of an X Files spinoff called Lone Gunman, and the pilot. Oh, yes. Do you know about this? By, uh, Vince Gilligan wrote it, right? Yeah, because mm -hmm. he was he was one of the OG but, X Files guys. Yeah, and the pilot of the show uh, that aired in like spring of 2001 concerns the three main characters uh, thwarting someone's attempt to crash a plane into the World Trade Center. Weird. That is crazy. Isn't that wild? That's so wild. Imagine if that show got picked up on air. They would have. They would have stopped. It did get picked up on air. That's oh crazy. wow! Yeah, it aired. That was an episode that it, that show went for like ten or thirteen episodes. Whoa! Yeah, but it's eerie, right? I mean, there had been the bombing before yeah. in ninety three or whatever. But, but, but planes hadn't flown into a building like no, that. I, I remember think so. right as an act of terrorism. I mean, mm -mm. Besides Pearl Harbor, I guess Weird. no. Yeah, but those are boats. So. Those aren't buildings. Boats are different. Yeah, yeah. and that's um, that's our takeaway today. <laughs> good Christian different. fun. Boats are different <laughs> from buildings. Y'all excited about that new Pearl Harbor movie coming out? There's a, There's new, a new one. Oh, 1917. Uh, Midway. Oh, Midway. that's like, what it is. Yeah, huh. it's about like at right after Pearl Harbor, I guess. Oh wow! Keep going back to that well. You got to go back to the World War II well. It's just such a good so storytelling. I'm tired of Very it. Very profitable. I know. I'm tired <laughs> so of it. I'm tired yeah. of it. You guys not excited for Steven Spielberg's Apple show? 
What's that? No. Is it a World War II yeah. show? I'm not excited for any Apple show unless you're riding on one and I don't know. About I'm it. not. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you don't case, have to. You don't have to fake it. Uh, I'm not excited either. What, what what streaming service are you guys all going in on? Oh, I'm so glad you Ooh, asked. I love this question. Yeah, I'm a big Dis- streaming wars Disney fan. Plus. <laughs> you like you two just, should talk later because Kevin can't. It's unimpeachably going to be the best one. I can't. I couldn't disagree with you more. Really? I understand that that tweet that happened earlier this week was very exciting. I was down. Oh, I no, went uh, through it. Umpling, oh, Apple Dumpling Gang 5. The dumplings <laughs> are back in town. I mean, <laughs> Don, Don, I was upset because I didn't see the jersey on there. I was like, where's the jersey? <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, I think HBO Max is a sleeper, my man. I think people are disrespecting HBO Max. <laughs> It's is a that sleeper. different than HBO Go? Uh, yes. yes. You get different stuff? Yeah, yes. they're making uh, original program for like Gossip Girl reboot. Yes. They're putting Friends on they're HBO Friends. Max. Oh, West Wing's on HBO wow. Max. What about Greece? CBS All Access? Greece will be doing... A, uh, oh. No. I mean, no one's buying CBL, CBS okay. All Access right now. CBS All Access is the cousin Oliver of the streaming services. <laughs> yeah, like, who asked for I this? I think their marketing <laughs> is working on me because they have a bunch of pa- uh, posters around Pasadena right now. Yes, like, yeah. Okay. For what? <laughs> for CBS All Access. Yeah, but for what shows? It doesn't um, say the show. It just has yeah, the person's face. Yeah, you know the one I'm talking C- about. Yeah, yes, they're yes, all yes. over Silver Lake It's just Lake like as their well. characters, and yeah. then it just says CBS All it's Access. It's like good... Fi- uh, by the way, I'm subscribed to CBS All Access. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like actually, on all yeah. of them. Yeah. It's like Good Fight, Twilight Zone, Picard. But like what... What else? They have that animated Star Trek show coming out That's soon. Right. There's a lot of good people writing on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Garrick Bernard, I mm-hmm. believe, is writing on it. Good for yeah, Disney Plus would be cool. Yeah. No, I think. Uh, WandaVision? <laughs> Hawkeye, maybe not anymore. God, I hope not. That guy can go to hell. Oh, yeah, he just did something recently, right? Well, it just came out that, like, during his uh, marriage with his wife, they're divorced now. He threatened her with a gun. Put a gun in her mouth and then threatened to kill himself and then shot it and in shot the air in the into the roof Jesus while the kid was sleeping. Christ, what a Hawkeye. He loves Total camping. Hawkeye. He he just loves outdoor recreation. So yeah. <laughs> to him, it's the same as get a back in the jeep and make a... your music, Jimmy. <laughs> Come on, a trash person. Well, enough streaming words talk. Thanks for sharing your story. Yeah, yeah. of course, of yeah, course. Uh, so I hope it, I hope it was good. Yeah, it was not good. It was great. Um, oh, wow. but just to put a bow on it. Thoughts on Kanye? Uh, look, I think uh, greatest rapper producer combo, uh, combo of all time. Uh, but you know, I think that. Like with Nina Simone, there are some people who are really great, but we don't realize that what's making them great is also making them crazy, and we encourage them. And then Nina Simone oh. is such a, I've never heard someone draw Takes the parallel. Back. Yeah. Like, Did uh, she have like mental illness? Type? Yeah. And uh, in the doc, there's like a scene that I always think about where like she's like gyrating and singing, and everyone's like cheering, and then it cuts to the daughter. Uh, talking head and she's just like everyone loves that shaking like you know gyrating Nina but that's the same Nina that would come home and beat me up at night and I was like yeah that's Kanye it's like Whoa. we love like the the spastic like wild shit that he does in his songs but that's also the same person who's gonna tweet Bill Cosby innocent at <laughs> two in the morning Gosh. <laughs> yeah you that's a good hate home. to see it yeah. <laughs> but that said Jesus is king yeah. and uh, we'll be right back on Good Christian Fun <laughs> 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time for the final round, thank God, of Carmania 2019. I loved this album growing up. This one that we're playing right now. Carmen Live? Yes. I oh used to my listen to God. This one. This so you fun. know this. I remember this. You like, know so much. How have we not have you on the show before, sir? <laughs> this is nutty. This is, oh. <laughs> Super chicken here. Yeah, but the, <laughs> some CDs got mixed up in my... <laughs> what was appealing to you about Carmen? What's your... What's your um, Carmen I mean, testimony? Oh, I mean, you need to groove for a little while. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to yeah. interrupt it. <laughs> no, no. No, please. Jesus healed the blind man, made him see. He like does. He loves rockabilly stuff. He loves like, rockabilly. Yeah. Like he's true, Mag, in the sense of like the fifties were the yeah. best. <laughs> this is music. Yeah. He does talk about like how Sinatra and other crooners were like. Oh yeah. I was talking to Nate about us. He's like, "How are you doing with Carmen?" And I was like, it's "This guy, like, he's not even a real person. He's like, what he thinks the Rat Pack is or was <laughs> then, but it's like three iterations away from what those guys were like. Yeah. Is what Carmen is, anywho." So you had some of his albums growing up. Yeah, and- yeah. Um, when we lived in Yonkers, uh, my dad had like this big stereo system, and on Friday nights would like blast Christian music on it. <laughs> and this album was one of them. And it's just like 
so much of Christian, like so much of the music that I heard in church growing up, especially when I was in Haitian church, is very like you know, like um, like hymnal, think. very hymnal. Oh, yeah, okay, so yeah. like you know, uh, how great thou art. Yes, yeah. which is like so dry and slow. So you listen to this and you go, look, we can listen to this, like, and you're just yeah, yeah. you're bopping, just like you're just having a great time, grooving and dancing. Of course, imagine a young Edgar dancing around while his yeah. father's God, stereo blasting in his face. Yeah, man, yeah. getting a malted at the soda shop. <laughs> yeah, everything's in black and white. Yeah, because then you go back to church on Saturday and you're like. Da, 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 da. <laughs> did they do like, that in kids school too? did you guys have like sunday school oh yeah you yeah said we you, had you sabbath school guess. yeah did you do like fun music at sabbath school yeah but they were always like kitty like songs oh, father like, abraham father shit. abraham <laughs> yeah. or, or i am a c i am a ch i am a c-h-r-e-s-e-i-n and i am c-h-r-e-s-e-m-i-h-e-r-t and i will love you it's like it's not bumping in the same way it's just like Again, it's just like hypnotism. Right Did you ever get into like Christian, <laughs> like hip hop and rap? Like that's like Lecrae and Lecrae, RJ, uh, what's his name? The guy would be like, Toby Mac. you can get with this. Oh, <laughs> Toby Mac, come on, bro. Of course, <laughs> records. of course. What if I stumble? What, what if, if I fall? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Jesus freak is still freak is out shit, there. Bro. We haven't we haven't talked about. Oh him man, yet. please, wait, 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 please, wait, if y'all do, bring me back. Come back, love, yes, I would absolutely. Love to talk, Jesus freak. Yes, and then uh, we will be the makeup of DC Talk. Yeah, <laughs> demographically, yeah, basically. Yes. Yeah. A Tate, Wait, which one am a I? Toby, and a Kevin. Oh, thanks for giving me a Toby. <laughs> well, I'm a Kevin, for yeah. sure. And oh, that man. people Toby see Mac. pictures of me and worry you about haunt, me. You haunt a house. <laughs> Just stumbling around on a cruise ship yeah. in 2019. Oh, definitely. <laughs> well, everyone, or uh, I would say not everyone, but a great deal of our listeners have also been touched by Carmen in some way. Yeah. Former fashion. And we did, in fact, receive a lot of Carmen testimonies in the last couple of weeks. And and to close out this uh, round of Carmania 2019 in this episode, we're going to play maybe one or two of okay. said testimonies of how people were uh, individually affected by the man, the ministry that is Carmen. <laughs> Hi, this is Lauren McKinney, and I have a Carmen testimony. Uh, My very first job in high school in the early 2000s in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, just outside of Tulsa, was working Mm -hmm. at a Christian inbound call center, and Carmen was actually one of our clients. So we were the official merch broker for Carmen, and every time one of his commercials ran on Christian TV and the 1-800 number popped up on the bottom of the screen, those calls all went straight to us. Uh, It was kind of known among the employees that the Carmen calls were the weirdest calls. And he had a lot of women who would call in who were just like strange, (laughs) horny old ladies who wanted to know if he was single and if we would give uh, them his number. So that happened a whole lot. And it was very bizarre and awkward. And that was my weird first job. (laughs) I can't believe Oh, so hopeful. This is part of the granny pander, though. We've talked about, like, so much of Carmen's career seems built upon, like, swindling old people out of their mm-hmm. <laughs> money in some sort of way. And, That's like, where it hits, man. Yeah. Um, you know that I think about it? I wonder if he stayed single for so much of his career, like a boy band, you mm. know? Like, if he had a girlfriend, a good contingent of his audience would be, like, so 
disillusion. Yeah. <laughs> I know comedians have kept their girlfriend's secret or, or private for that very yeah. reason. Oh, because people so try to be a part of your shit and like you mm-hmm. just don't want that. Like, you know, like Anna, my girlfriend and I are very public against my will. And people like... We'll plug her Instagram at the end of this <laughs> yeah. episode. Uh, people like to, you know, try to do bits with us and stuff like that about our relationship. And I'm like, I don't like that. So I could see people being like, is this woman Christian enough for Carman? Oh, interesting. Does, yeah. Is she cool enough for Carman? It's well, like, I mean, also no. in just like that people think he's still available yes. to them too. You know, yeah. <laughs> like if he's not, if yeah. he's openly single all the time. Um, that's so funny to call a 1-800 number and just... Assume the operator would be like, yeah, we'll pass it along to him for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Well, he's waiting on the other line for this very call. Yeah. He likes these best over <laughs> orders. Send those panties here and send them right <laughs> yeah. to him. Oh, That's to be a fly on that tour bus wall. Wow. Uh, and wow. then let's uh, let's play. A, this is a voicemail from Devin. Hey, Kevin, Caroline. This is Devin from Virginia. Uh, when I was a kid, I was absolutely obsessed with Carmen. <laughs> I it's think so funny the, about children uh, first VHS tape we had of him was Carman the Video Hits Collection nice. with over 90 minutes of your favorite Carman videos all in one place. And I watched it so much that I still remember all of those uh, music videos to this day and unfortunately most of the lyrics, most of the songs. But when his new album came out, Heart of a Champion, alongside of the movie Heart of a Champion, which is the full-length Carman feature film, which I really hope you guys cover because I would love to watch that movie. You ready, Caroline? You ready? But anyway, Ross I got the Heart it. of a Champion CD, which was my first ever CD. Uh, 30 songs on two discs. Whoa. And my on the back of the CD, Mago. it said, go to carman.org for more Carman stuff. And I remember I was at my grandparents' house, and this was back before, like, everybody had internet. I don't even know if we had internet, but my grandpa did. And I said, Grandpa, can I go upstairs and use your computer to go to carman.com? And I guess he was like, yeah, whatever. I'll go upstairs with you. So he goes upstairs with me to go to carman.com. And, you know, I type it in. I get to the website, and it's porn. Uh, it's all porn and grandpa's freaking out like what is wrong with you why are you going to porn on my computer and I'm like I don't know I'm a kid I don't know what's going on I'm a kid. turns out I typed in Carmen with an E instead of Carman with an A um, and yeah I still think about that to this day so just wanted to share that with you guys uh, I freaking love your show you're like my favorite podcast ever and you guys changed my life I love wow. you guys so much Bye. Wow. Oh By the God. way, anyone who leaves that at the end of the voicemail gets it played on the air. Automatic yeah, play. That's very nice. That's Flattering. very nice. What kind of porn is Carmen? Dot org. <laughs> it's what people kind of having porn? sex with their cars. That's <laughs> interesting. Or like Car naked men. men on like vintage. Yeah. Like muscle like, cars. Yeah. Muscle guys, muscle cars. A lot of muscles. Lot of I would have, if I was on. the grandpa, I would have asked the kid to leave and say, I got to see what this is. No, I got to know. I got to sanitize my computer. They're trying to fuck the car. Get out of here now. Give me 10 to 20 minutes to get to the bottom of this. So sweaty to have your grandpa behind you as you tarp it, typing it in. One letter off. You think they would (laughs) have. Part of me thinks Carmen's a freak and he wanted that to happen. He wanted it to happen. Oh my gosh. He knew what he was doing when he he was searching like URLs to buy. (laughs) Do you guys know the racial makeup of your listeners? 
Uh, no, but I we gotta assume it's mostly Caucasian. Man, because yeah. I can't imagine black people fucking with like now like <laughs> listening to this my album. Mind that you listen. To I listen to independent of our show. I listened to it. I didn't listen to this album. Yeah. And when I heard this album, I was like, oh, wow. You fell in love. We're done. This is wrong. So this is, <laughs> this is the first. Yes, it is. So we've yeah. done like the regular like albums for adults or whatever the mass market is. This is our first children's album of Carmen's that yeah. we've covered. Because most of his albums are just like mishmash of genre stuff where he just plays at any other genre and just inserts yeah. like Jesus into it and yeah. has fun with it. And then some of them are like weirdly political or whatever. We got America themes. We got yeah. island Caribbean themes. This yeah. I feel like is um kind of an adventures and odyssey inspired thing and in that like there's actual story like looping all the songs together. Like it's one big narrative. I think that's an insult to adventures and it odyssey. Absolutely I also is. think it's an, invo- <laughs> an insult to having a story go through your whole album because <laughs> the story is, the story is very like, loosely related to yeah, the songs. <laughs> so it, bad one. Yeah. I guess you could even call it like a concept album of some <laughs> oh, sort. Boy. And the concept is in broad strokes, Carmen sees two cats yeah two cool cats two cool cats (laughs) breaking into his car to steal his album and they one of them runs away and then he talks to one of them and then tells him how to be a christian using bible stories yeah he makes sure to mention that the cat is 250 pounds which i was like oh okay yeah it's kind of scampy human little cat shaming there Yeah, a, mini, a miniature version of Scampi. <laughs> so this is how the album starts. It's just straight oh, to the man. point. There's more genre. Oh, no, it does go all over the place. But just in case you weren't sure. Yo, kids. It's Carmen here. How you doing? Let me tell you about my friend Lawrence. Yeah, he's that I'm cat not on the cop. cover. I call him L for short. Bye. First time we met downtown one night, L and another cat named Spitz were cleaning out my car. You know, stealing, ganking, robbing. Well, ganking. Good thing I ganking. Like I did. Hey, check out this ride, L. I don't know about this, Spitz. Hey, I'm uncomfortable chill, listening cool. to this. Hey, we busted. Listen, L, if you want to hang with the gang, you better get used to this real quick. There, see? No car alarm, no nothing. I'll yank out the... Okay. They're voiced by black people, right? Like, we know yeah. that. I guess it is. I'm crossing my face. Oh, you know for sure? Because I was like, at are least. black people. Yes. <laughs> and on the follow-up, uh, which is the physical album, I have Lawrence and the Beatitudes. The the female <laughs> cat is uh, voiced by Nicole C. Mullen. Oh, wow. Via uh, Redeemer, My Redeemer Lives. Uh, I don't know if that's worse in that like the cats are consistently oh, who, black. You know, is this a microcosm <laughs> of white savior narratives that are prevalent <laughs> throughout Absolutely. most of Christian media? Perhaps... Is this something where it's like, yeah, you're scared? I don't know. I don't know how to untangle like exactly how it's wrong, but it, but it, it, it feels bad well, listening to it. Carjacking is real. Like it, it happens, but the way that it happens in this is so stupid and like <laughs> so unrealistic that they would rob a car in broad daylight yeah. by smashing in the window and and audibly talking about the things that they're going through yes. uh and that he doesn't know what a bible is and it's just like look at this book oh geez well that's painful i took it to like and and it sounds like this as the album goes on that they're like essentially youth that they're like preteens in our conception of them or maybe they, spitz is older but lawrence is definitely like a young kid yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, in the follow-up album, which you guys would have known if you listened to it, but like he's like grossed out by girls, and he's like, "Ew, there she oh, comes," okay. and like, like he's so like, you know, it, it sounds like a young boy who's yeah. like still figuring out. Who but it says the title. <laughs> it says the title on the front of the book in big ass letters. Bibly, yeah, just wild stuff. And then this is the this is the illustration of what Lawrence the cat looks like. <laughs> And he's he's, yeah, he's large. He's a, he's a big guy. He's purple, and his the grimace on his face though I don't know what that's supposed to. Which it's like it's prevalent on this one too. Yeah, what like, is that look, expression? Like, what is the cartoonist yeah. doing? Why is his hat so, always why is it like that? He has a gold chain. Yeah, he has mismatched uh, tennis shoes. Mm. One's red, one's green. Both oh Converse's guess. though. That's, that's kind of right. cool. But uh, yeah. The Lawrence and the Beatitudes is a hip hop account of the Sermon on the Mount. This is this is basically Child. just <laughs> Carmen teaching him about Old Testament heroes. And yeah, and be like, this point. book is actually my man, like his fighting manual is how he's described yeah. the Bible, which is insane. There's room for you if you want to train with yeah. the big guy upstairs, stuff like that. It's like it's. I mean, racially, it's just uncomfortable. Also, sure. knowing Carmen because like he is so conservative, like yeah. openly, and I think he thought this, this is like his answer to like gang panic, probably in yes, like the nineties and stuff, absolutely. and thinking like, well, all these you know young kids need is just the the gospel, and I can yeah. show up and explain it to them in a cool way, and it'll yeah. work out. And just such broad attitude. strokes. How about niggas with beatitudes? <laughs> hey. Yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like, man, that story is hard. Oh, man. And this... that's what really went down. Before my time, but it really did happen. You, you made this Bible something for real? Straight up. <laughs> the wide-eyed, like, curiosity of a fake what? child. <laughs> downtown, it's Israel. You mix it up two different guys. Jonah's the cat with the whale. David's the dude with Bigfoot. Well, it sounds like David was a straight-up gangster. Did he do drop-outs with a slingshot or something? Uh, not quite slick. Close. I mean, you heard of Boys in the Hood? Yeah. Well, think of it this way. It's like Boys in the Pasture. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, not. What's wrong with that? <laughs> boys I get that now. I understand what. The Bible is never the more alive to me than. But people still that. do this all the time. Yes, it's still prevalent. This still happens. Have you guys ever uh, uh, gone into Christian TikToks? <gasps> no, I, a little, a I'm little just bit. getting on TikTok myself. I'll send you guys a thread at some point. It's really funny. Great, uh, but it's like the same TikTok memes, but with a spin of like, and it's always like blonde white girls who clearly live in the Midwest. Uh, but it's very funny. The only one I've seen is uh, uh, that was like clearly a Christian TikTok was the girl who's crying doing the choreography but someone put like me during vbs and put it to like shout to the lord very funny yeah that's and that's very true that's true so that's true. true oh man VBS totally crushes. Mm-hmm. did you have any like in church relationships at all when you were in i was such a loser kid <laughs> that can't be true no it's 100 percent really kid, yeah oh man too bad you didn't have carmen around to make oh man that would have felt so cool <laughs> And then the Nothing fits in like Carmen. <laughs> what would you call this genre? That's what I. Uh, that was my other thing. So the, the genres whistle? are so inconsistent. Yeah, because it's like almost New Jack Swing, but then yeah. it's not. Yeah. But he still does this like mumbling. 
took them all into the promised land. I want to be, I want to be another number. This is Elvis' voice. Yeah, yeah, this is an Elvis impression. But this is basically like, you need to be so good a Christian that uh, you'll get like rewarded in like a plaque. Any boy, any girl can be a hero in God's world. That's poetry, friends. That's true. Does that not connect and resonate with you? Let's just say I'm training for a championship fight. This is my manual. Straight up. Here's one thing. Right again. Okay, so otherwise, and you know this because you listen to Carmen's stuff. He's obsessed with Satan. Yeah. He, he loves talking about Satan. He loves Satan. talking about Satan. He says he doesn't love him, but I mean, we wonder about that. You need a that. clear antagonist. You need a clear antagonist. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And that's who Carmen's always fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Satan, though. Fairly absent from this one. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they were like, don't scare the kids too much with mm. it or something. It had to stay broader. I don't know. We can freak them the shit out with witches' invitations. I mean, there's, the yeah, there's definitely a market meetings. for scaring children with Satan, but it's oh, um, clear. The Maybe. real Satan here is gang violence, according <laughs> to Carl. So. I will say, something that I did learn from this album is that like so much of slang that I thought was like newer isn't. Was like because this was like ninety two. It was nineteen ninety two, yeah. Or so like when he's like straight up and all this stuff, I was like, oh wow, we've been saying that for a while. When he's like homie, I was like uh, homie. The Carmen only thing I kind first. of enjoyed or thought was kind of funny was how he would call Lawrence different cat names yes. throughout of it, like yeah. Heathcliff or Felix or Garfield. Get out my butt, Garfield. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah, oh, good one. He's so obsessed <laughs> with looking cool. Like every t- like yes. I forgot he's just like uh, Lawrence asked him something. He's like, yeah. Something like that. And it's yeah, like, like, you can't <laughs> give him an inch. Yeah. Yeah. Straight answer, Carmen. Listen, I'm a kid. Like, yeah. stop faffing me around. I know, we were talking about another episode. Like, Carmen is never the fool or, never. like, never even just a normal person. No. Like, he's always, like, the coolest, the most masculine, yeah. the most savvy in everything. He never has an arc where it's like, I started here. Yeah. Now I learned something. <laughs> yeah. That's a good this. point. Yeah, he's, he's always like, on top. Yesterday, today, forever. Carmen is the same. <laughs> the same. Coolest hell yeah <laughs> unfortunately but you know Lawrence gets a, his own song the cat vibe this one I thought was catchy this is how poison my brain is now with so Carmania because other than like the like the inherent racial issue of the optics of the album I didn't find any of the messaging like disgusting like no, it is on any no. of the Carmen albums yeah. it's just like basic kiddo like hey this guy did a good thing or this girl Ruth did a good thing in the bible be like yeah. her yeah. I did think that it was so funny that for Ruth like the thing that he took from that story was like she chose God over the pagan gods and like yeah. she knew they were wrong or something I'm like <laughs> she oh. want to live with her mother-in-law <laughs> <laughs> what? I was like, I don't think that was the story of Ruth, but okay. Okay, I like this one. This is like the swing one, right? Yeah. Is, is this a song? Daniel, Daniel and the Dangerous Dudes? Yeah, is this a, like, is this a real song? I don't think it's a parody. It just sounds I've like a lot of I've heard it somewhere swings. else before. I think it's just like blue. It's so generically blues chord oriented yeah. that it probably just sounds like 50 other songs. I think it's in the Righteous Gemstones, like in the chorus. Really? Like, I remember, I was like, I've that heard this sense. song recently. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. 
This is why he wants it. He should be in Reno doing this twenty four seven. Yes, not what he's like in character all the time. I like that. Yeah, you know that. I like. I mean, I I listened to it. I listened to this album a few times. Oh man, the things we ask of our guests on this show. Yeah, this one's good. Did you like how sexy uh, the Ruth song sounded? Because <laughs> it is for a children's album, hot. It's really hot. I can't remember if this is it, but there was one that I couldn't even finish. I like <laughs> just skipped ahead. Is it uh, the one where uh, it's a ballady one? It, oh Lord, said, Ruth. is there a place for me? Yeah, it's and they that go, one. Hell yeah, yeah. there is. God, yeah, mm-hmm. this one. I was like, <sighs> where there's a woman in it for some reason. Yeah, who's she? I don't know in the who car? she is. She in the song is she credits? Carmen's friend? <laughs> no, of course not. Is this a new life in a new place? Somewhere within the heart. Oh, okay. Is is the name of this one? Now I will say I don't know if it makes it better or worse. I think maybe a little better. In the follow-up album, Carmen is nowhere to be seen. Oh, it's just the cat. It's just Lawrence. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so he passes the baton in this album, and then wow. in the Beatitudes, it's just Lawrence and all his pals. Carmen so rarely cedes the spotlight to anybody else. That's, yeah. that's a big man <laughs> to do that. It takes a big car man to do that. <laughs> also, yeah, a lot of car cat. puns in the beginning of this Oh, one. yeah. Okay, I'm turning this off. Good grief. Whew. Daniel, man, the dangerous dudes. Like, uh, oh, man, this part. Where's your hood? It's like he's going deeper. He's like not putting on like yeah. any sort of like yeah. urban accent for him, but he's yeah. like leaning more into his like Italiano. Yeah, yeah. it's like doing slang too. Also making fun of his like like maybe crummy neighborhood yeah, is not a very generous Christian thing to do yeah. Lawrence didn't pick his economic situation. Yeah, like, what are you, poor Garfield? <laughs> yeah. Like, jeez. What yeah, you, actually. Food stamps? <laughs> I do. All kidding aside, class inequality is one of the biggest problems in this country. Can <laughs> yeah. you oh, imagine wow, if you, you admitted that? <laughs> That's why I'm voting for Bernie. Uh, they, they go into the apartment, and the cats are jamming out. Uh, this is the part that made me really fucking mad, is that they stole the tapes. And, uh, I'll... Let it Lawrence and I it's got so to hang crazy. out. Thin shafts of light danced through the rickety old door, and we could hear them cats partying inside. He's an artist, Caroline. Yes. If you know nothing, you should know this by now. Story. I offered to go inside with him, but he shook his head. Thanks, you, but I gotta do this on my own. You might just hang in here for a minute. I nodded. Sure, my man. Lawrence started lifting the door latch, then hesitated. Remember Daniel, David, and Joseph? I whispered. Lawrence smiled. Then he slowly pushed open the rusty door. What about Ruth? Someone in And uh, maybe Ruth, but I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> She's a lady. <laughs> and the door slammed shut. I could hear them cats circling around Lawrence saying, Dude, you did it. You pulled off your first job. One of the cats must have been spits. Slapped him on the back. Man, I thought you was dog meat for sure, getting busted right on the scene. You must have done some fancy footwork to get out of that one. Uh, well, I, uh, I, uh... Lawrence didn't know what to I love when cartoons get caught <laughs> off guard. Um, hey, don't worry, man. You're in with us now. I knew Lawrence wanted to tell him what really happened. And what he had decided, but he was scared. I started praying for him on the spot. In the meantime, <laughs> <laughs> come on, cats. We got a new member in the mob, and I got a new tape to play. Let's rock. Before I could finish praying, I heard my voice coming over their stereo. This is the story of Peter dancing on the water. 
I, what I, fucking gang is dancing <laughs> to this song? <laughs> Play that. Like, that's the craziest this, part. This song of all of them, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm it's Carmen, the first time they listened you to, to it. Sandals Resort. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like, baldly, like a Wayne Newton, Goulet, just like... <sighs> Just go back to Reno and do this forever, you Carmen. Have a whole, you could have a job. Yes. You could be a master at this. <laughs> you could have a good life. I mean, some would argue he is a master. But could you this. imagine the Crips coming back and be like, yo, man, we really fucked that other gang up. We really fucked that other set up. Let's fucking party. <laughs> <laughs> what has happened? Oh, it, yeah. And if they'd let that whole song play? The no whole way. song. No way. Now there was there was a Yo Kids video that did exist. Wow. Yeah, I was wondering if they ever made a. Movie it was from it this. was inter like they, it was never like animated. It was just humans in huge Lawrence the Cat costumes no. dancing oh, around no. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, let me see if I can find one clip. And then I think the one they put out, they like interspersed it with Veggie Tales footage. I know, which also seems blasphemous, right? That's oh, messed up. <laughs> Don't you dare come for Bob. Uh, okay, so Carmen, your kids. They, we can find a sling bing boom. What's it called? Sling, sling, sling bang, bang, boom. bang boom. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Found it. Oh my gosh. Ooh. <laughs> Look oh. at the way he, <laughs> it starts out. Is it is terrible. I bet this cat isn't gonna look busted at all, right? Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is a tra- this is a, this is a jam though. This one is a jam. Ooh. Sling bang boom, yeah. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Actually, I've not watched this, so I'm watching this oh, for the first time with you guys. Good, a white blonde boy. Good. All right, well, he's in a fucking Israeli. Like, let's stop. Nope. What the hell is going Perfect on? Perfect casting. Press box. Who is that? Is he also There's playing a, the press a guy? press box? <laughs> now, oh, the full length video does exist, but it's of such shitty quality that. You can't, can't even, even like, not really, like, and I tried watching some of it, but it's, yeah, it's a toughie. <laughs> but they do have this part. Yo, kids, the vids, the vids. is what it's branded as. <laughs> and what do we need to cheer up oh first? Oh, my God. <laughs> kids love saying yo. Oh, Larry. Again, a white hey, packed Larry. audience. Not a black kid Oh, inside. my God. <laughs> this should have been our intro for Carmania. <laughs> hey. Oh. oh yeah, so but it's, it's so poor quality. I, I, I couldn't tell you what's He's going on here. It looks like it was uploaded in 1996 <laughs> on, like, <laughs> real player. Yeah. Those on cats look they had to, like, like video for to reel sure it. they retrofitted some Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. Mascot outfit. Absolutely. Added some costuming. Absolutely. Any other songs you wanted to talk about before we uh, rate and rank the album? We talked about the swing song. That was the one I liked. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> I had a good time with that. In the hall of faith. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's time then. Mm. Caroline. Yeah. We've made it. We made it <laughs> to the end of Carmania. Wow. I'm so glad you're here to witness this, Edgar. Uh, we didn't think we could do it. I mean... I don't even know if y'all really went that deep into it. You know what I'm saying? Like if y'all didn't, if y'all didn't watch that Yo Kids special. Well, I we we left room for Carmania 2020 oh, next yeah. year. <laughs> we have to leave some things on earth. There's yeah. so many. Is albums he doing a Carmania 2020? 
No, I'm saying we're doing a Carmine oh. 2020. He's running. Next year, he's running. <laughs> I think he should. Yeah, and that, next year, yeah, that's that's great. Carmania 2020 next year will coincide with the election. Yeah. Uh, so it'll just be a lot of positive feelings in oh, the air gosh. and good vibes only. Has ever been an Italian president? Uh, hmm. I can't remember a Gabagool bill passing in Congress. <laughs> or I mean, definitely not before like. 1940 right oh definitely not. yeah definitely not that was like <laughs> a part of the kkk's original agenda yeah like italians weren't, weren't italian for presidents like a long time no no italians no oh, italians okay. no um, italians no catholics no jews kennedy he's just catholic i don't know if, i don't think he was italian he was not italian he's irish he's yeah, irish. very okay. irish okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry redheaded alcoholic that's right pod save america cut to good christian fun I think Kennedy wasn't <laughs> Italian. I think he's a Kennedy. Usually the way Kennedy this works, Adam? Edgar, is that we give it a holy toast or holy roast, a thumbs oh, up or a okay. thumbs down. But because Carmen is so bankrupt morally, but then also content quality yeah. wise. And maybe you're out there and you're thinking, hey, yo kids wasn't so bad. It isn't, but everything else is. So just trust us on that one. So the rating system here is you can give it a holy roast and send it to hell. Or a holy dark roast and send it to a darker, deeper, lower version of hell. (laughs) (laughs) Where Satan's waiting for him. No, he's not waiting. Remember, darker roast has oh, no right. Satan, so Light, he can't hang out with oh, him. Lighter fight roast. Him. Yeah. yeah, he's obsessed with Satan. He loves him so much. Yeah, and I'm, he's in the lighter version of hell. So we start with Caroline with rating. I'm gonna let him get back in the ring with Satan. I'm gonna give him a lighter roast. Oh, uh, for this one, you know, because this one was pretty. Uh, well, you know, we have some mixed issues, but it was like pretty good. And I hope Lawrence goes to heaven. That's the only one I really care about. Lawrence, I'm worried about Spitz. I care about mm-hmm. the girl Nicole C. Mullencat. I care about, about her. Next it was like Jesse. I can't remember what it was, but yeah. Okay, they're so all in heaven. A regular roast, a light roast, a, a light blonde roast, roast from Caroline. Mm-hmm. We turn to Edgar. I'm giving it a darker roast, Ooh. and I hope that they all go to hell with him. Uh, <laughs> all the cats, because they would dance Lawrence to that fucking Spitz. song. Like <laughs> that's like I was down for the whole. I was like, this album was fun until I heard them dance into that. It song. turns out you can lose your salvation, and yeah. it's by dancing. Here's what to that. the darkest version of hell sounds like. What is this song? It just, this sounds like they didn't have room on the last album for this song. And he's like, well, we could put it on the kids. One, I <laughs> yeah. Guess. Uh-huh. yeah. From the X Caribbean concept album. Oh man. And the way that he goes, and I could just hear them all rocking and jamming. I was like, no, you couldn't. <laughs> it was no, the best did. music they had ever heard. Wait, he does yeah. say at one point in this, I, I forgot to write it down, but he was like, and the tapes were pretty good. Or yeah. something like that. Like he openly compliments his tapes. Oh, here it is at the end. Through a crack in the door, I could see the cats really getting down, dancing to the music. All except Lawrence, who was sitting in the corner looking like one scared D cat. Reminded me of Peter when he started looking at the waves instead of at the Lord. Music. It sounds like hold music on like yeah. a yes. tech support. Uh, yes. It's like 70s daytime TV music. They're going to hell, bro. Mm-hmm. All of them. Well, you didn't get to the part where he says that that tape was jamming or something. After congratulating Spitz for stealing such a jamming music tape. There it is. Oh, <laughs> my God. Uh, Carmen, no. Carmen, stop. Get over it. So insecure. I am because of uh, having gaslit myself for doing this series, <laughs> giving it a lighter roast as well. Wow. Yeah, I am because I wasn't. 
egregiously offended by the content of the songs. Sure, sure. Now the yeah. makeup and yeah, the maybe optics that's why of it. It's been a little better. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't anything that was like, oh, this is like a hate crime uh, against Gabe. Well, I mean, you know, maybe. I mean, yeah, you guys are on black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. you didn't have to hear you guys Shot being right to portrayed the heart. That's as really cats. true. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's really true. I know because I was trying to do the math of like, so are all cats? black yeah, I, in this world i don't get it man or they're like different race because in in the next album all the dogs sound like white guys oh, really yeah boy so they like mean with a pack of mutts and they're like hey give us your but they don't sound like black people so i was trying to i mean uh. Safe to say, this is as racially progressive as the Siamese cat song from the Aristocats. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. Safe to say, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, so here we end. Maybe the most fitting uh, conclusion to Carmania 2019 is that Carolyn and I in, have become more problematic. Yeah, yes. have like no, declared no. ourselves problematic. You didn't become yeah. it. It was always inside of you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. Hey, of course, oh, wow. of course. Stop doubting myself. But uh, you can give it a uh, holy roast or holy dark roast at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter. So get out there and Pokemon go to the polls. Ballers. Oh my God. <laughs> 2020. She's running. Hillary. She's, she's a. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think so. One last ride. One more time. She announces her candidacy on TikTok. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. Time to bring it down. Farewell, Carmen, until we meet again next year in an election <laughs> year. Don't. Maybe Carmen will start touring for one of the, you know, one of the candidates. I would go with you guys. To a Carmen? I would 100% go with you guys. I honestly would, but I like, I really have to think about giving him money. <laughs> like would 20, be a love anything in his bank It'd be like account? 25 bucks. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, think if you, it's a love offering, yeah, I, I don't zero. think zero. Yeah, I think the Good. churches take on the cost and then you can just give a donation if you want to. Uh, Perfect. We'll uh, do that. Let's do it. I'll cost him. Hey. Let's do it. Now, unfortunately, though, the, his like primary major market closest to L.A. is Bakersfield, I believe. <laughs> so. I'm down. What is that, four hours? Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but now's the time we bring it down. We dim the lights. We light the candles. And we get a little more spiritual and serious. And Edgar, on this show, we don't promote ourselves or plug ourselves. We lift them up mm. to the Lord. And we do that starting with Caroline. Don't promote me. Lift me up. <laughs> At you, <laughs> <laughs> at Caroline Sparts on Twitter and Instagram. Where my pussy pop it every day. Jeez. Oh my god! <laughs> you, s- I'm quoting only you. on my close friend stories. <laughs> Am I on there? I don't have a list. Oh, okay. I know I'm not on yours. What? I think you are on mine. You've been found out. That no, I'm absolutely not. Dang! How did you find out? <laughs> Wait, Can I ask how you voice? found out? You saw someone else who had it. Um. No, well, yes, one of my friends has it, who you're not even really friends with. And she was like, yeah, I saw it. Oops. <laughs> oh, my God. And I oop. Yeah, oh yeah, my God. absolutely. Wait, who was it? It's fine. Like, do live your life. I don't care. Who was oh the friend? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Madison. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Why did I put Madison yeah, she's on not, that? You're not even, well, like, hanging out on with her. Own I have 371 <laughs> close friends. Oh my god! I think oh that was temporary. I think I reinstated you. And know. a Carolina. So ha- reinstated? Yeah. 
Why was she uninstated? You're back on the team. It's fine. I don't remember. I get self-conscious that Caroline will make fun of me for certain things. Oh, (laughs) That's fair. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always feel like, too, like, it's fine if you need a little space from me every once in a while. You know, we see each other a lot. And I'm like, live, you know, have your own life. This is our third night in a row of us seeing each other. Yeah. I feel like your mom sometime where I'm like, that's okay. You know, have fun with your friends. I feel like your dad sometimes. (laughs) You do? Yes. How? Uh, In what way at all? Because you owe me respect. You're distant. You don't ask me about my relationship. Is that true? No, I oh do ask you. Come on. Look, this always happens. I always create discord between <laughs> co-hosts. And I don't know what it is about me. I'd uh, love to flatter you, but honestly, it's not you. It's oh, just great. generally how it goes. So. Right, great. Thank Wait, you. does this ever happen with you and Jackie's on the air? Oh, we hate each other. <laughs> we Are absolutely. you on each other's close friends list? Uh, I don't have... Wait, I do. I don't know if Jaquise is on mine. Uh, I've had this discussion before. I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Jaquise. Jaquise is my co-host. I'm going to tell you. Hey, I get it. I get it. I get listen, it. boundaries. But it's I love you. And you are sometime. a dear close friend. It is a work relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're, you're in my, my top 400. <laughs> oh, thank you. We weren't friends before we started the pod, a very unknown fact. You and Jaquise? You like cold co-hosted together? Another podcast. And oh, then got okay. Culture Kings. Yeah. Has a friendship blossomed out of it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I think Jaquise <laughs> and I have such a very strong relationship now that I'm actively trying to stop his wedding. <laughs> That's right. You are? Yes. Mm-hmm. He's engaged so you don't to lose be married. Him? Yeah. I don't uh, want him to have a wedding. I, don't, I want him to be married. I don't want him to have a wedding. Oh. <laughs> for, just for like party? cost reasons? Absolutely. <laughs> I want the nigga to save some money. Oh, yeah. I told him I'll pay for everybody at Olive Garden. That's if thoughtful. He- <laughs> oh, that's nice. But like 20 people Save it How much did you spend on your wedding? I'm just kidding. Not, you know, I'm done. Never. <laughs> never will I say that number. Oh was it boy. more than $1,000? I mean, look at her books. <laughs> it was 2000 <laughs> Yeah. My book oh, budget man. is that big. Can anything, you imagine? <laughs> anything you want to lift up? Um, no, not this week. Not this week. Well, we turn it to Edgar. Yeah, I want to lift up uh, uh, The Wokest. Check it out on Stitcher Premium. Very funny. A lot of former friends of the show on that show. Io, uh, other people. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, you can check it out on uh, Stitcher Premium if you use the code Wokest. You get a free month. All the episodes are out right now, so I suggest you know using that free code and then just listening to it all. And yeah. go ahead and hit cancel on that Stitcher Premium. Yeah. Oh yeah, as soon as you're done, baby, cancel it. Don't Please stick around it. for what the Gino Lombardo show or whatever the hell. Oh, yeah, office Gino. ladies, they don't oh, need Jesus it. Make a new Christ. email account. Uh, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. If you're not gonna lift something, I'm gonna lift something up. Oh great! I'll you lift haven't had up. lift up from you in a while. I haven't. Uh, I wanted to vocalize. <laughs> Uh, I'll lift up Unbelievable Netflix. Did you watch it? Can't. Can't? Can't. I listened to some of the story about it, but yeah. What is it? Um, it's a it's a doc, uh, it's a show about a true story of a woman who's like uh, raped. She reported to the police, and then they eventually convinced her like it didn't happen, and like her family also like people who really cared about her kind of helped her, and then because it sounded outlandish, like it sounded like a Law and Order show plotline. I hope it doesn't sound like I, I'm lifting it up because I enjoy shows about... No, <laughs> no. I, I don't think anyone's <laughs> okay. thinking that's why. Yeah. No, I've heard it's really good, too. I just... I only have so much tolerance to listen to that stuff. Well, you it's know? written and directed mostly by women, and it has the approval of the victim, which is not true of so most... So it's a, drama- that's is a, drama- is it a dramatization of yeah. it? 
It's Tony yeah. Collette, Merritt Weaver, and uh, Caitlin uh, Dever. Caitlin Dever, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm like I've supported, you know. I'm like just go do that, tell that story. But first episode was a tough hang. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I understand why anyone wouldn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, but doesn't affect me. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'll I'll last minute, a last minute lift up uh, Judy. Judy was a good film. I enjoyed it. Wow. If you like Judy, go check it out. Also kind of a tough wow. hang, but pretty good. Well, <laughs> All right. I mean, nah, do you, bro? I, I'm not saying anything, oh, Caroline. I'm so I'm embarrassed s- now. I lived up Judy. <laughs> Judy sucks. I'm stupid. I mean, <laughs> no. Why is uh, like, not that good? I was just saying, wow. I just, like, you know, I you- listened to what he lifted up and, like... <laughs> Cultural impact of it, and you know, it's like you know what I'm throwing in this. Uh, I'm sorry, you're clear saying Judy doesn't have a cultural impact. Oscar oh, wait, this play. clear Oscar grab from Renee Zellweger. Who... I don't like that there's two Kevins on the show right now. This is upsetting, and I can barely handle this, him. This has never happened before. <laughs> so is the thing. Wrong. This has never occurred on our show. I can't square off on pop culture stuff with you two. <laughs> oh, lift no, us no, up, Judy. Yeah. Check out Judy. <laughs> check uh, out Judy check at out your Judy. local Lamel. <laughs> <laughs> Check out Renee Zellweger opening up her hand yeah. for a little golden boy. Oscar-shaped hand. Yeah. Uh, she already's got one from friggin' Cold Mountain, too. So what do you need another Let one Let her for? live. It's, it's, the, it's the actress equivalent to starting a podcast. <laughs> you already have yours. You already got one. <laughs> have ours. You're going to get a Golden Globe nominee at best. So it's like, come on. Lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Go to patreon.com slash goodchristianfun for more good Christian fun and leave us a review and every review you leave we donate a dollar to the environmental defense fund wow edgar thanks so much for joining us on the show well, thank you so much for having what me what delightful man. come back for jesus freak or anything oh, i'd love yeah. to i'd love to you guys were fantastic so fun. i apologize <laughs> for uh insulting you in for your nothing. own home no <laughs> please sir I nothing no makes me need to accomplish <laughs> that is true uh, and there's nothing left to say except for now pods people said Amen. Should we go out? Should we close Carmania with Daniel and the Dangerous Dudes? A song we all kind of hoping for like a palate cleanser, but no, it's just we can do a palate cleanser. What what song should we go out? Oh, let Ecker pick it. Yo, this is track called the Revelation song. I think from Carmen. Hold on, no. Wait, the Hillsong one? Now hold on. Let me look up. Carrie Joby. Let me look up on my gospel playlist, and I'll tell you guys right now. Revelation song is like, holy, 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 is that, that Lord? One. It's yeah, that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me see. Is this my gospel? Yeah, by Passion and Carrie Joby. Oh, perfect. Holy is he. Uh, fun fact, I played this and sang it with a old family friend at my brother's wedding. Oh, wow. You yeah. did? Mm-hmm. As uh, the bride walked down the... And were you, like, rolling your eyes the whole time and being like, can you believe... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it, was two, it was 10 years. It was 2010. Oh, I mean, it's kind of weird that she walked down to the Revelation song. What so is she saying about herself? The worthiest lamb who was yeah. slain. Who is she? You're well, not fucking she's Jesus. She's like, here comes the sacrifice. Here comes, yeah, here I am. Well, it, was, it was sweet, Filthy. though, because her dad, like, play cut her throat and, like, ooh, you're dead now. <laughs> she had a blood fill. Yeah, ooh, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Farewell, Carmania 2019. <sighs> you don't deserve a song. Good riddance. <laughs> Worthy is the Carmen who <laughs> slain. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.